0: The very very dangerous if you spidey sense you know i was like oh something's off and i'm just like man i'm waiting to hear something you know what's going on guys welcome to the 16th episode of the War Cry podcast i'm your host jahola tiger and on this episode, I'm gonna get right to it. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna spill the beans. Nah, but today this episode is about Merrill Home Park uh, in Park Hill, uh, Oklahoma, or Park Hill, America, also uh, you know also known as Tahlequah. Um, Park Hill's not too far from Tahlequah, but it's like its own community. You know that they used to have the seminary out there, um, the old seminary. But I'm gonna talk about you know Merrill Home and some of the things that's happened. Um, Before I do any of that, I'm going to play this video for you now. The Merle home in Park Hill holds some ghostly secrets too. Built in 1845 by George Michael Merle, Mr. Merle was married to the niece of then Cherokee Principal Chief John Ross.
1: There have been several things that have happened here that I couldn't explain. My story was after the Ghost Stories event one night, I believe it was in 2008, Um, We were watching the security cameras here in the house, and I saw a black orb, um, solid black, about the size of a bowling ball, uh, come through uh, the doorway in this room uh, in the parlor. And uh, it walked around the furniture that was in here at just about the pace that a person would walk, and then it walked off the screen. And... uh, and on that same, at, at the same time, I saw back in the kitchen something that was sitting on the mantle in there and then just flew off of the side of the screen uh, really quickly and thought it might be a bird or something uh, that had gone down one of the chimneys in here. But I came in, uh, with the house was already locked up at that time. I opened the house back up to see what it might have been, and there was nothing in here.
0: I thought I'd play you guys that clip that clip would do a better job of explaining that house than, than I ever could. So, I thought I'd give that to you guys. I posted that on TikTok. But um the vi- actual videos on TikTok. TikTok. What I say? Tom? whatever. Anyways. So the so that house is, is super haunted. Um you know, one when I was like I said when I was going to uh, like I said, I didn't even say anything. So when I was going to Cherokee Camp Man, I am really messing this episode up, and this is crazy. I don't like really editing out my mistakes, like sometimes, because like, I want you guys to know that I'm like not a robot. So, anyways. So, you know, I was going to the Cherokee camp at Talco Sequoia growing up, and there was a video that was played to us. You know, it, was, it used to be like an old documentary, I believe, or something of that nature, where they did kind of an expose on uh, Merle Home. And the video that was shown to us was basically, um, so it's that top, it's that upstairs room and there was all this furniture, like old timey furniture. And all of a sudden that, uh, that couch, that old couch started moving across the room. And I was like, dang, that's kind of crazy. Or like stuff was moving around in the room, like just, just barely. It wasn't like it was moving like, like, uh, you guys see it like conjuring, like where they were like really moving stuff. But no, it was just barely, you could see it just barely moving. And, you know, the, you know on the camera, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, over the course, it just kind of, you know, moved back. So it was weird. It was super kind of strange. You know, we, I used to do a lot of investigations out there, uh, and I'll tell some of those stories here here in, uh, here in a second. But one of the, after the very end uh, of one investigation, we were on our way back, and we're driving by the, the back entrance to that home. And I look over uh, and there's a man standing underneath the light. So there was this light that, basically a porch light, but it was kind of, it, it kind of it was out a little further. Like it was kind of out away from the house, but it was like in a kind of like a garage area, I guess. Or I'm not sure, but there was somebody standing underneath there and they were just standing there. And you could see where that light, like where the light's behind them. And you can't, you can't see, you know, any facial features, but it was just a black shadow. And there's been a lot of things out there. Um you know, the story that I, I've always told, you know, at different live events and eventually I'll post that. I think it's on YouTube if you want to check it out. Um it's in my original uh before I became before I came on Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. Um it was the story that got their attention. Nah, but <laughs> but it but I told that story at the Muskogee uh storytelling at over at the Tiger Gallery in Muskogee. You know, go check that out but, you know, after those stories, like, you know, I had, I had family members who would take non-natives out there, and, you know, they'd hoot, um, you know, you're always, I was always told not to ever hoot, um, and, you know, that's a story that I'll tell, you know, when I talk about owls, like, yeah, we're gonna do an owl episode, I want to make sure I get, you know, some my ducks in a row on that one, you know, I ain't gonna be talking crazy or anything, but that, that's coming down, and I'll, I'll talk about that story at Merle Home Park, but, but uh, the stories I'm gonna tell you guys are kind of some of the investigations that I had and also going out there you know with my grandpa and also just in the area around our home park so my grandpa lived um, about I'd say probably three quarters of a mile from the actual park and growing up you know my dad would you know he would live there he, he lived there on and off you know up and up until he was old older and there's always strange things going around over there um, there was a a guy who did practice some things and he knew a lot of things and he was really well known, uh, in that area. Um, and, uh, one, I'll tell you a kind of a creepy story, but my brother, you know, one Halloween, we were, we were getting ready. We we're at my, my grandpa's house and getting ready to kind of get, uh, go trick or treating in his, cause he lived in a, a U, um, kind of on down from the heritage center and, you we're looking around, like we're where's, you know we're kind of looking for my little brother, and I'm kind of really looking, you know, kind of driving the neighborhood, and you know, all of a sudden he came out of the, the guy's house, the medicine, the gay medicine guy that knew things came out of his house. You know, my Grandpa always said, you know, there's some people out here that you kind of need to be careful of, and he'd say things like that, and but it was all it's always around there, you know. That's the that Park Hill area is real creepy though. Um, I had some, I had my my uncles, you know, I'm going to tell this story too in that area. Uh, They were outside hanging out with some friends and the same guy that I'm talking about. uh, They think now, I don't know for sure, but it could have been, but basically they looked up, he kind of looked up and he says, dad, plane's kind of flying kind of low, like it's kind of real low, you know. They looked up and kind of often, you know, kind of... You know, off away from the sun, you can see it was a half bird, half man. It had a, a like, like guy, like basically like a half bird, like say like a bird to man, flying around. You know, so like I said, there's in that area, Park Hill and Merle Home, there's some real creepy stuff out there. Um, so I never learned my lesson. That's one thing that. Yeah, growing up, you got you got to take some lumps, you know. You got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, is what they say. Nah, no, just funny, but but no, you know. Sometimes you just don't listen, you know. My grandpa always would say, you know, don't go, don't go, ever go out to that park by you know by yourself or at night, you know. And you get to like high school age, and you are like, ah, oh, you know, I am I am tough. I know, you know, I know people that know things, and you know, you kind of, I am okay, I'm, I'll be all right. Uh we went out there and this is I said I was probably in high school. And we walked the trails and if you go back there like I said the 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 park's closed down now. Um the house I think you can still you might be they may still do tours and they may still show it. I mean they may not but I, been, I have and, you know I haven't been out to Talcoa in a while which I need to get back over there but so we were you know we were reinvestigating and we are kind of just looking around and you know, I'm up with some friends, and it's a bunch of us. And this is the the same time I'm talking about the shadow guy. And I'm sure we have these really, you know, we went and bought these really bright flashlights where, like, you could kind of see, and it's they were kind of... They pierced, pierced the darkness, and we're kind of walking, and we get to the this fire, this little camp, and you could sit down and kind of, you know, hang out by a fire. Uh, it's real old, real, real old. And kind of hear something like it's walking with us on the trail like what like you know as we're leaving that campfire and we kind of look around not really sure and you know kind of keep walking and one thing i i did heed my grandpa's advice was i never went up to the tall to the highest part like i never went into the part where there's there's no lights um I always got a weird feeling about that. I don't know I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's something. But anyways, and we I look behind us and on down you can kind of see a little shape. And it kind of looked like a cat, but it kind of looked didn't look like a cat. And I I mentioned this on Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation, but I get this spidey sense. And I think I it's even in this in the opening. I get this spidey sense. That something's coming or something's around and i get it in my neck and i look back and we shine that light real bright right in that direction you could see just and it looked like something little like real little like not a cat like little and it was growing as it was getting away like as we were as it was getting away from the from the the light and that's happened a few times going out there i I didn't learn my lesson the first time and you know, one thing that's real creepy about that place is, that, like I said, once you there's a certain spot where you get right in the middle of that tr- the, that park and that trails, and it, you can't see anything. It's all brush, and you can't even see the moon. You know, I remember we went out there one night. My grandpa, I think the only time that he ever, I think he was, we were, I think we were kind of protected too, but maybe I don't know. I don't want to speak. You know, I wasn't. I was a little guy, but we went out there one night, and you could hear him. Like you could hear. It sounded like almost like it was whispering in your ear like something was just just real light you know real light And it was like whispering in your ear and i remember you know kind of looking around at my, all my uncles and and cousins and you know i was real scared i was so scared man i i remember being like frozen with fear because you know all those different stories you've heard about that i've heard about that place and these stories that my uncles have told me and my dad and you know, and, but there's always those, they, you know, Cherokees, we call them, we call them skilly, kind of ghost, you know, kind of, you know, shapeshifter kind of, kind of thing. And, and um, I was always real scared of those growing up and they're, they're out there at Merle Home, you know. I didn't learn my lesson, we went back again, and we went back on Halloween, and I was with, uh, it was, I might have been in college at this point, and, and, um, we'd went out there a few times, kind of, you know, in between, but I'd go out there and tell stories, and I, like I said, I always get a little spidey sense, like, hey, we, it's probably time to go, and, so the last time I ever went out there, went out there to Merle Home Park, um, you know, I was kind of messing around. I had some non-natives with me, and you know, there's a few people. And if you look on Unsolved Mysteries TikTok, and I've told this story, you know, there's people on there that were there, that were there in that time, and they remember hearing that. And, and some details I kind of left out, but I'm gonna tell them here. So we're on the we're on the trail, and you know, as you loop around, there's like a bottom trail that kind of does a figure eight, and we're over there by this uh, kind of this overlooking awning type thing. Um, basically it's like a little sit-down. You can sit down and hang out. You know, if it's too hot out, your sun's out. But, you know, obviously it's pitch black outside. And I thought I saw this shadow kind of fall on us. But it was off to the side. And I vaguely remember it because it was so dark. Like, it was just darker than dark. And I didn't think that of it. I'm getting goosebumps telling this right now. I hadn't, t- I hadn't told this, this part. Because I kind of... One thing about trying to tell stories on different things is I don't want to do too much talking. Like I don't want to hog the the air, but on my podcast, I'll hog everything I need. No, it's But anyways, um, but, um, so I kind of, I already knew something was kind of falling on us and we had our flashlights and you know, we're making that figure eight back down to where the bridge is like to when you're about to exit. And if you've been to Merle home, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's on the, basically, if you're facing the trail, it's on the right side. You go on down, you kind of go, it goes it goes kind of up a little hill, and it goes down, and then the, the the water and the creek is right next to there. And we're sitting there, and we're kind of just walking, and I'm feeling real uncomfortable. Real kind of, oof, like, oh man, something's off. And I turn back, and I look, and there's this cat that's following us. And you know, my grandpa always used to say he'd always say, "Yeah, th- things are usually never as they seem," and that's why, if you notice, the first episode ever, that's things are never as they seem. So that this cat was following us, and I the cat I can't remember because the cat wasn't close enough to where we could see color. But the n- another odd thing that I thought was very strange, the cat didn't have eye shine, too. That was another thing that I that I had you know sitting here thinking didn't have eye shine. And we're uh, we're basically shining that light on this cat, and as the cat as we're walking away from the cat, it seems like it's getting a little taller, A little taller, a little bit more taller, and it kind of disappears around the curve. And I, you know, part of me I I'm getting goosebumps telling because I can see it in my mind. And we get to the end of the trail, and I go, you know what? I'm i I'm going to scare these non natives. And I do. I also scare myself too. Uh, it's one. Of the, I think it was the only time in my life where I have blacked out. I have blacked out because I my, literally my nervous system, my nervous system locked up because there's the feeling that I had. It, it's never been matched before in anything I've ever done. So I, I mentioned earlier, you know, you're never supposed to hoot at this park. I hoot once, but nothing. All my friends are like, "Oh my God, you hey, chill out, man!" Like, "Hey, well, we're we're good, we're good, I promise you." Like, "Ah, oh, you're not good enough." I hoot again. And you can feel it. It was like almost like it was it was like a crescendo almost. And I don't know why it's three times, but it was just for three times. And I could feel, I could feel, you know, everyone can feel that. Hey, there, might, you know, something's off. And I hoot that third time. And what I hear in my mind is is what I equate to almost a lion's roar. But it's like you could feel it in your chest, and I felt it in my chest, and it knocked my nervousness, knocked me silly, like knocked me to the point where I don't remember very well. So, the next thing I remember, we're on our way back to Muskogee. And we're headed back to Muskogee. And we're headed back to, you know, Muskogee area. And, you know, sometime later, you know, I have to, I'm trying to get get my wits about me and trying to, you know, figure out, you know, what's going on. And I asked my buddy, I said, man, what happened? Like, I don't, last I remember, man, the next thing I remember, I'm in the car. The last thing I remember was this roar. Everybody goes, yeah. It was a, it was the cra, it was the the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And it was like a lion's roar, but it was more like you could feel it, like it was like a guttural, like it was a, it was coming from someone's stomach, kind of like, woo, like it was really deep. And you know, I asked friends over over the you know over the years, and they they say it similar to that kind of a funny part of that story so i'm i'm in the like i'm in the uh uh i'm in the kind of in the back and i'm doing this as we're walking back to the cars going across this kind of levee that's kind of a built-up rail that when it floods because my home would flood sometimes because the creek and they built that up so people can still be able to get back to the trails and, and get to your car if, if a flash flood ever happened it's like i don't know if it's a levee but anyways I'm in the back and I'm doing this, and there's people coming off of the bridge. And the first one, everyone, you know, there's still people on the bridge. Second, there's still, you know, there's everyone's basically off the bridge. And then the third one, it, everyone's kind of making their way. Well, I'm in the back, doing this, like, like really the front if we're headed towards cars, but in the back when it comes if we we're, were going to the trail. And so I was close to the cars thing's kind of funny. We were with two really big guys, like like they were both six six, big boys, three bills plus, big boys. They said that those guys, when they heard that, ran so freaking fast to the car. They were the first ones in the car, and they were the last ones off the bridge. Them boys hoofed it. They got out of there. They was gone. They was not dealing with what was behind them. And they weren't looking back either. You know, and they, they tell me, they're like, yeah, man, we was to the car and we were yanking on the door. Cause I can't remember if it was like if it was auto locked or if it was like one of those manual locks, but they were yanking on the door and I was basically in between them. You know, they had to like grab me almost. And I asked, you know, asked some family members, said, you know, what do you think that was? They said, it probably could have took your soul. I said, man, what part of you took your mind, because that's what those that's what those things do is that they feed off those types of things. They feed off your 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 thought, your mind, and but that moral home story is probably one that's the scariest, scariest I've ever been in in any type of situation, and I've been in some pretty hairy situations when it comes to people and things like that, and <clears throat> but. That yeah, was that was so scary because I remember, like I said, I, I remember, I was, we were headed to Muskogee and and they were they were all telling me like I like I said, they all were telling me different things that were making the whole puzzle piece because I think everybody kind of got a piece of that a piece of the puzzle on that. But I know Merle Home is 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 super a super freaky place. Um, this that whole area in general, I mean. You know, you, like I said, you got the the hauntings, you got the ghosts, you got all types of stuff. You have shadow people out there. I, you know, there's there's been times where like I've heard I've heard stories, um, you know, of people seeing shadows out there because allegedly people have hung themselves out there, up on the top part. That's why it's so dark. That's why it's so ominous up there. You know, and and people have always, and I have, you know, myself, have I've dealt with LP out there and i know other people have have dealt with you know kind of come across lp cuz there's their, their trails are out there out out at Merle home um you know and that's one thing that's kind of crazy is like i remember being a kid in the middle of the day and like my grandpa would be out there there'd be i mean i'm telling you there'd be so many kids out there in the summertime man we'd be whiling out out there and especially if the creek was running oh my god we we have some uh we have some uh yeah, uh, some and some bullet, and some tap water. We did it, but man, there's so many people out there. But like it, what it what what that place does is it isolates you. It isolates you from the group. And you know my LP experience was is you know, we played hide and go seek, and this is I was at Woodall. Shout out Woodall Wildcats. I saw that they uh, they're doing some good things and in, in powerlifting and academics and basketball so shout out what Wood- the woodall wildcats man uh, coming from a a former former wildcat myself um but you know we were we were coming back from a field trip and i and it was like earth day or something because i remember because we had to like bake cookies and stuff and like i mean i waited last minute too my mom was my mom was hot i was like hey mom at 8 30 like, hey we need to bake we need to make cookies Boy, them cookies were so sorry. They were sorry. Um, <laughs> anyways, some of my childhood shenanigans, but but um, you know, I, you know, we we're playing hide and go seek out there, and we we're kind of making our way back, and you know, it's kind of time of the year where it gets kind of dark earlier, and uh, I'd say probably February, maybe ish March. Uh, I know Earth Day is what in March April. Somewhere around there, but it was like right. It was like right when it was still getting dark at like six o'clock. Um, and it was a little chilly outside. I remember that day. Like I said, I remember. I remember a lot of things about that day because it was kind of a weird day. Like we were in the Tahlequah Community Center, I think, and it was like had no AC. It was like a 4-H convention, I think. But anyways, I'm out here just. I'm out here reminiscing here, guys. Sorry, but so. We were playing hide-and-go-seek, or tag, and I remember everybody tagging. I remember everybody was, you know, kind of tagging, and, and, and I ended up getting tagged it. Well, as you get up in the trees, it gets darker. It just gets visibly darker as you get, you know, into the the, the thick foliage. And I remember chasing this person, and this whatever this was, I'd get like this close. And we'd get we'd get back down to the little uh little over awning thing. And we'd get, get that close and I'd just whiff on them. And I noticed, I started noticing that I'm getting further and further away from the trail. I'm in like, you can still see where like little, like, critter, like little, and I'm going to say LP, but LP probably was walking, running through there, or going through there. Because it was little trails. It was like little trails that went off different ways. And you could see it, and it it started off from the actual trail to like the off to these uh like split off into different trails. It was it, it's kind of strange, but that's what they do is they you know they kind of get you off and kind of lead you off. But you know, I noticed it and I was like yeah I was but like, I'm not anywhere near the trail. And luckily I knew where exactly I knew where I was at. Like I was my mind wasn't lost. Like sometimes they get your mind and they get you lost and you don't know. But like I remember chasing this thing off into this this one of the side, kind of going off into the really deep part of the woods, um, because like the trail goes up, like so you go past the shed, you go past the bridge, but then you go up past that fire camp that I talked about earlier, and then you go up and around. Well, as you go around, it gets you're getting deeper in the woods. Well, there was an offshoot kind of off as you go around, and it went off into the woods straight back, and the creek kind of goes back that way too. And I realized, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm like, in the creek. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even, like, I'm off, like, way over here. Like, I, the creek was still, I could still see a creek. So, I'm what I did was just follow the creek back and got back to where I got on. But I noticed it. And I go back, and they're like, you know, I go back to the bridge, and they're hollering for me. They're They're yelling my name at the bridge. And they're off in the, like, at the beginning of the trail. They're, like, you know, screaming my name and, You know, I'm not, you know, thinking nothing about it. And they're like, hey, you've been gone for like 30, 45 minutes. Like, you've been gone for a while. We haven't been able to find you. And then I thought I was gone two seconds. You know, so there's things out there. Um, You know, like I said, there's shadow shadow people type things out there. Um, uh, You know, it's just all types of... I heard... there's a, I've heard, I've heard a story about a time where someone was over, there's a bridge, so, adjacent from the park, so if you go all the way down past Merle Home, there's a road, and you take a left, you go back, there's a, there's a bridge back there, kind of off to the, to the right of the park, if you're coming from, uh, dang, rest in peace El Chico, but anyways, um, from El Chico, like you're coming, like you're coming back from Keys, and, and. I've heard stories of troll, a troll back there, kind of underneath that bridge that lives down there. And I'm wondering if that might be what we run into that night, you know, the last time I've been out there um, at Merle home. But, uh, yeah, man, this is, God, I'm out here living. Y'all got to get a little piece of my childhood, man, get a little piece of what what I've, you know, about that, some of that talent quality, you know what I mean? So, uh <laughs> You know, I appreciate everybody that listens to this podcast. You know, I, I sometimes, you know, you get some heat. Sometimes you get some, you get a little, you know, get a little cozy, you know, too crazy, you know, get a little, little extra, you know, food for thought. But I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everybody listening. Um, you guys can find me on TikTok, one man band, one man band, nine, one eight. Um, Facebook, you whole tiger. Um, Warcry podcast page. Just type in Warcry podcast. It's on there. You'll find it. Um, if you want to mess, if you want to add me as a friend on Facebook, make sure you message me. Let me know you listen to the podcast. Also, too, I'm going to ask you what your favorite episode is. You better have it on deck. Better be ready. Um, I'm also still um, taking stories. So if you have any great stories, or if you have a story that you don't really want to be public with, tell it to me anyways. I'll keep you anonymous. I'll do what I because like if you guys don't when I tell stories, sometimes I don't want to tell my family's name, so I'll say a family member or a relative. Like it will be just that way. So I I I kind of not don't do not disclose information. So I want to make sure I do that for you too, and you know protect that. Because like I said, some of these things I, I mentioned, you know, I, sometimes you you start mentioning names and things like that, people, you know, people get kind of you know, upset about that. But like I said, I appreciate you guys listening in. Linktree. Um, will be in the description Um, YouTube, Warcry podcast basically available everywhere Spotify, Apple Um, I appreciate you guys and I'll catch you on the next one